Welcome to the Essential Rhythm, science-based natural history and human ecology of the North Atlantic seashore. This is episode 99, where freshwater meets saltwater. The other day I got a text from some friends of mine via their mother. You see, they're seven years old, a little young to be texting on their own. They live in the mountains of New Hampshire, far from the sea, but somehow, maybe the result of a book from the library or a trip to Acadia National Park, they have questions about the ocean. In episode 98, we answered their question about where the salt in the ocean came from. This week, we addressed their other question. Essentially, when does a river become ocean? We know the basic definitions of bodies of water. The ocean is salty, rivers and ponds are freshwater. But what about when a river flows into the ocean, like so many rivers do? They travel across hundreds of miles in some cases, and then flow to the coastline and empty into the ocean, depositing sediment and nutrients, including salts, that have washed off land into the coastal sea. People who study the ocean have a special name for the zone where a river becomes seawater, where fresh water gradually gets salty. It's called an estuary, and estuaries are pretty interesting in dynamic places. They change a lot, like every day, but the basic components are these. The ocean at one end, a river on the other, and in between a zone where the water gets gradually more salty the closer it gets to the ocean. That zone moves as the tide comes in and the tide goes out. Where I live, there is a lot of tide, meaning the level of the water changes a lot each day, from 8 to 12 feet. When the tide comes in, salty water from the ocean pushes up the mouth of the river. When the tide's going out, the fresh water from the river pushes out towards the ocean. And this goes back and forth and back and forth. So at any given spot in the estuary, the salinity of the water can change depending on what the tide is. Salt water from the ocean is denser than fresh water from the river. The salt in the ocean makes seawater heavier than fresh river water. So the fresh river water floats on top of the seawater. That fresh water is called the river plume, and scientists called oceanographers can use scientific instruments to measure it. They drop them down through the water from the surface all the way down to the bottom and can see the salinity of the water change and increase the deeper it goes. When the tide comes in, that salt water on the bottom moves up the mouth of the river. It's called a salt wedge, and the top of the water can be moving in one direction, freshwater river plume moving out towards the ocean, while the deep water can be moving towards land, the salt wedge moving in with the tide. All this water moving in all these different directions in the banks of an estuary means lots of friction, which means lots of mixing, and that is how river water gradually gets more and more salty as it moves towards the ocean. The currents created as water flows against the bottom and fresh water flows against seawater cause the fresh and salt water to mix. The organisms that live in estuaries are special. They have to be able to live in water that changes salinity. Ocean organisms are adapted to live in salt water, and freshwater organisms can only live in fresh, not salty water. But estuary organisms can do both. They're called urihaline, which is a big word that means they can live in all kinds of salinities. What we mostly see in estuaries are ocean organisms, fish, crabs, seaweeds, that have the adaptation to allow them to live in less salty water. And there are some very special fish that can go from the ocean to freshwater and back again, depending on where they are in their life cycle. These fish are called diadromous, and they have very special kidneys that allow them to deal with being in salt water sometimes and freshwater other times.
It would be like if your body was adapted to be able to drink both fresh and salt water, which, to be clear, it is not. Most estuaries have a special zone closer to the river part of the estuary than the ocean part. That zone is called head of tide. It's the furthest inland up the river that the tides change. Above that point, the river is just a river. Below that part is part of the estuary, and we see the influence of the ocean either through saltiness or tide change or both. Thanks for these great questions, Maud and Harold, and I hope I get to see you here at the ocean sometime soon. This has been episode 99 of The Essential Rhythm, written and produced by me, Sarah O'Malley. The show is produced on traditional Wabanaki land. Did you know you can find this show as a podcast? Go to weru.org to learn more. The theme music is Lightstream by the artist Hartha, used by permission through Creative Commons. Thanks for listening and join us next week.